What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Good morning and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. Sitting across from me is my co-host, is Chumahan Bone, American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian, here to do the show sober again. Yeah, and we got Big Pick Mike and King Salmon handling visuals and audio, and uh, motherfucking old Blue Eyes is off somewhere else doing something. Who knows what the fuck? Eating cake, and uh, before we unwrapping presents, eating cake. Right, he went to Uno. Playing Bozo the Clown for his kid, probably. (laughs) Right, he's got floating them around balloons and squirting them with water. Yeah. Now listen, big shout out to Coit on his birthday. Happy birthday, Coit! Happy birthday, Coit! Uh, whatever we might say about Papa does not apply to you, my friend. Uh, we're wow. we're trying to struggle without old blue eyes here helping us. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> I was gone. Did you? Wh- and where he did you had go? Some shows. I was in Utah. I went. I was in Utah. I was in Arizona. I was in Vegas. Business trip. Let me tell you, it ain't. It ain't no motherfucking walking the motherfucking, you know, gardens taking these trips at this age, running around, what? jumping in and out of airplanes. Over how many days was this trip? Ten days. Ten days through, like, basically the Southwest? Uh, nah, I mean, I mean, nah, it was Utah, fucking, like I said, Utah, Arizona, and uh, Las Vegas. Vegas. That I is mean, the Southwest. I mean, okay, All right. Southwest, I went on a tour for Southwest. You did, and uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, got a lot of good work done. Um, Vegas listeners, uh, there's there's some trade shows we do in the apparel business, as you know. Project, which is part of Magic, um, we did that trade show with Cookies, the apparel brand, and it was uh, it went down it went down extremely well. Um, a lot of good things coming up. Uh, for this coming year, what are you doing? Nothing. What that shit? Nothing. I'm. I'm. The fuck you doing? Man? I'm having I'm big. Talking. I'm having big. Let talk with that you. Shit. Why? I'm talking. Right. Fuck, He's agreeing. Fuck all that. Come on, man. No. No. Yeah. No. 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 no, no. I'm, I'm talking right now. So that went down. Keep <laughs> yeah. big lep out of this shit. Um. <laughs> and now I'm back. Anyways, we're wait, here. Wait. 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 Before, man. See, this is the thing. Yeah. You go on this trip for 10 days. There's a lot of people that don't ever go on a fucking trip for their work at all. All right. So, yeah. all right. You say it's a lot. That's their problem. I got it. <laughs> but what's the, so tell, take us on the journey. Let some people live through your life. I mean, oh, what uh, did you do? Did you yeah, eat some fucking pies? Nah, nah. Well, I will take you through it then. Yeah. No fucking Lepke bullshit. I don't want to hear anybody's voice but my own. <laughs> Uh, I went to uh, Arizona. That's where they're hosting the Super Bowl. We have a fantastic store called Guest List. That's a retailer of ours. Shout out to everybody at Guest List in Arizona. Follow those guys. 
some of the best Nike tennis shoes, fucking just cookies product you can get. So I was up there. Yeah. We did a kind of like gifting type pop-up for Super Bowl. <coughs> Limited edition shirts, handed out fucking pre-rolls, <coughs> gift bags. It was dope. Was there a lot of people there? <coughs> There's a lot of people there and um, athletes and uh, Jeff Hamilton hung out with us. Yeah. He had a few of his bags over there and his jackets and it was dope, man. It was uh, it was dope. So I was there for a couple of days. Sammy B met me. Did he? How's he doing? This is going to be the Lucky Catch-Up Show. That's going to be the title of this show right here. All right. Um, it was good. It was great, bro. He showed up in his fucking 96 Impala. Okay. And picked me up at the hotel, drove out. We had some breakfast at some spot and talked about Polly B. Talked about the Polly B podcast again. And we had a great breakfast. And what, then, uh, was there a good Polly B story that came up during that conversation? Uh, they were um, their uh, non-rated uh, version did that we can't share, but. Uh, you know, we'll get back to that. We'll have right, some, some good right. shit. But you guys yeah, had- I tell you, fucking guy fucking is, reminds me so much of his dad. But we had a great breakfast. Where'd you eat? Where'd some you go? Pancakes? Fucking, no, some fucking, yeah. But it was at some like <laughs> griddle place that I told him, he got, I got in the car. He goes, I go, where do you want to have breakfast? I go, because I want pancakes. He goes, oh, all right. So we ended up some griddle place over there in Arizona and it was good. And, and then he helped me to set up everything when we got out to the party. Just wanted to hang. So he helped me set up all the gift bags, all the shit. We kicked it. He got some, uh, he got some, um, some free flour, you know, and, uh, oh, yeah. just, you know, got him set up. I had a good time. Left. So after that was done, I actually left before, uh, the Super Bowl started and uh, landed in um, in Vegas. Right. To meet the rest of uh, the Cookies Apparel team, Cookies SF team, in doing uh, our trade show, one of our seasonal trade is shows Is that in Vegas. the trade show project? Yeah. Right. How project big is that? Show. It's big, bro. It's part of Magic, which is really big. But right. Magic gets into, like, dresses and juniors and, like, but the men's like side of project it's a big show the men's and women's side project is a big show is it like one of those things where you got credentials and you got to wear them around your neck then you go into the convention it is like that but i think it's a lot it's a lot more uh it's a lot more lenient and casual than all that stuff that you usually see with the credentials around the neck it's not that um and there's pocket a protector shit you know it ain't like that right and is there a lot of like little fucking tchotchke shit or whatever like you could go around and grab little samples of this and that and uh, nah, not this type of show this is this show in particular project is like there's not a lot of Zoom, zooms, and wham, wham type shit. You know, they give you a certain amount of space, and you can only do so much fixture wise because yeah. they don't want other people out doing. Because you can, they can get real elaborate. Right. They don't want that. Okay. It's really about your brand and and how you're presenting it, and and so <clears throat> uh, it's and there's buyers. I mean, this the show is primarily filled up with people, independent stores and chain store buyers that are in there. Want to preview the line, want to drop right their order, want to see the line, you know, and we're booking out six, eight months ahead of us. Right. So what they were looking at right now was uh, what we were showing at this last show yeah. was back to school fall mm-hmm. and holiday. Mm. 
So end of year stuff for this year, you know what I'm saying? And everybody was booking it, and it went. It, it looked fantastic. It did well. Um, met a lot of, you know, a lot of great brands, bro, that wanted to build with me. You know, I can't right. give those up right now. Like if I were, people would be tripping out. But I'm talking about. We've got heritage brands, sport brands, uh, street. Like we've got like the some of the best brands in the world that sat down I took meetings with that we're going to build really, really unique product, great content, exciting content with these brands and collaborate with them. And that stuff's going to be starting towards the end of this year and in the next year. And a lot of good things came from this show, you know, a lot of good things. And what about, I mean, do you, so do you go out to like big dinners or big fucking sushi sure. things? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I mean, big what? steaks and lobsters and like surf and turf. Oh, and oh, surf and turf. Most of the people eating surf and turf everywhere I go. Right. They want, this is their chance. Company's taking them out. Yeah. Oh, I'd fucking order the most expensive thing on the fucking menu. Right. Type shit. Right. You got to unbun your pants. You got to unbun your cookies, man. So, you know. Right. Yeah, you know, Everyone's like read the why, Forbes magazine covers and shit. They're keeping an eye on us. So we got to live up to the hype a little bit. We do it for the fans. We got to do it for the Listen, you got to give them what they want. Right. That's right. So if you fucking, you know. Anyways. Uh, and then we, after so the, the glamour of Las Vegas, you go to Utah. Fucking shout out to Utah. Let me tell you guys something. Yeah, please. I get to Utah. Okay. First off, the people are everywhere I go. The people are fabulous. Right. Fucking awesome, bro. And it's cold as a motherfucker. But we get there, and man, I get there downtown in the daytime around 11, and it's cold, but it's sunny. And the mountains, everywhere you look, you're surrounded by this great skyline of gorgeous mountains. Right. Right. It's like city on, it's like a postcard. It's like a city on mountains against mountains. You know what I'm saying? What city were you in? I was in Salt Lake City. They said that that Salt Lake's disappearing. Did anybody talk about that? Nope. All right, go ahead. So, uh, I mean, it was, for some, it was so clean. People were nice. It was beautiful. It was cold. But there was something about downtown Utah. I was like, fuck, man, I really like this here. Like, I really liked it. You did? Like, I was around, I was like, fuck, I wonder what that would look like. We come out here and fucking retire one day. It looked, it was fucking nice, what bro. What was it about it? Just like you didn't have to look over your shoulder. Yeah, it was clean. There were no homeless people anywhere. You didn't see it <laughs> at all. Right. Nobody came up for money. There was no homeless. The streets were clean. Yeah. People were really pleasant. It's. I guess it still had that like Midwest, not inundated yet with so much city shit yeah it just had it had a small town feel to it sure so but with a metropolitan-y look in this little area anyways people were great um was it snowing uh there had been snow but right when i was there it wasn't snowing but fucking cold as fuck yeah like hey dude i'm gonna tell you right now I like it. And I may be going back for an event that I got to take uh, one of my marketing guys with me. And uh, if I do, I'm looking forward to it. It, it was. Uh, was it, it that? Beautiful. Was that the first time you'd been to yeah, Utah? Yeah. Well, I went to Utah one time for a family matter, but we didn't. We landed in the airport and had to drive up into the boonies. So I didn't get to see any cities. Yeah. So, all right. So, I mean. Utah is known. I mean, that's canyon lands, baby. It's known as having some of the best landscapes all around. 
Zion. Yeah, there was a Zionist temple, Zion Temple Zion. No, 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 um, Zion National Park, which is these. Yeah, uh, there was that too. Yeah, exactly. And then the uh, <clears throat> arches, mm. arches National Monument, and you. I've been and hiked and camped in there. Everything's fucking red. The rocks are red. The dirt's red. It's like like being, Sedona. Like exactly like Sedona, except <coughs> the only difference is is that. There's all these, and I mean huge, as big as skyscraper rock formation arches that you can walk across. And it's like you're on a, like a natural bridge. The whole middle part of this giant rock's falling away. And you're just on, it looks like Martian bridges all over well, the place. it was gorgeous there. Unbelievable. Good food. Yeah. Nice people. What'd you eat over there? What oh, did they man, eat in Utah, man? Eating fucking, Utah's eating fucking burritos and mexican food and oh they got that fried here. chicken sandwiches and fucking, <laughs> all right, all right. um but uh yeah that went well and that was for um all-star weekend and a lot of basketball players i actually went out there with uh, steve labelle oh yeah lemonade yeah and uh jeff hamilton the fashion leather designer and that's where i talked to you guys from right i remember that so we were out there man and then you know Steve Bell and Jeff and they're 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 out there and they're going to all the fucking they're with Dwayne Wade and this guy and fucking, huh, Dwayne Wade yeah that's they're cool with man fucking who's uh, uh Kevin Durant right rolling with all these guys bro those all are serious them, dudes and they were with that that dude that that funny guy uh, Fat Joe they were with that guy and uh, Fat Joe they weren't with him but they ran into him because I saw a picture of him with them. The guy with the moon boots? Yeah. Guy dressed like a 12 year old sometimes. 12 year old so, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. I um, know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So, yeah, but hey, fabulous. All sorts of cats were out there at the, at, at the, in the game, you know? Mm hmm. And then, uh, and, and we popped that off and it went really good, man. Great store. Top shelf, you guys in Utah. I mean, look up Top Shelf SLC. Um, Fucking Nikes. I brought my daughter back some Nikes she wanted. What did you? What did she say? She was fucking, she's stoked, dude. You know, I, I, she wanted some mocha ones. They were like 600. I, I wasn't going to do all that. I told you, you better pick another pair. And she found a pair. Right. Pair, right. Right. But still, she, uh, we got some, got some good shoes for her and made her happy. So, yeah, it was a good trip. Got back and, you know, collecting all the content from all this stuff. And, hey, watch your back over there. Oh! Turn the camera on that, Big Pick Mike. What'd you do, dude? This is the second time you knocked that out. Mm. Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds, Big Pick Mike, just knocked Big down Mike the backdrop. on Sherm. Just always walking around. <laughs> Did you eat those CBD things? Yeah. No. Are you on CBD? Yeah, are you on CBD gummies? Are you on ADD or CDD? <laughs> are you or on PCP? Or you're going to end up in the CDC. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I got to straighten that out a little bit. Now it's all crooked. Yeah. Or lower that side a little something. So, anyways, that that, so got back, bro, and was, uh, you know, I used to do these trips, bro. I was in fucking my fucking 30s. Yeah. Even my early 40s. You know, like fucking on and off. Love it. Right. I still love it. But, you know, I was tired when I got back. So it was What's good the most trip. tiring part about traveling for you? It, it's not. It, you know what? Uh, because I book all my flights. I book all my flights early, dude. Uh so it seems like I'm always landing. I'm barely getting it together. And then I got to get up 
and leave next day. And I'm always leaving the night after the whatever we're doing. So right. I'm traveling early. It seems like that's a big reason. But the other thing is, man, it's uh, lugging fucking luggage through an airport and getting to go, you know, going through fucking all that bullshit. That shit's. It's tired. I don't mind doing it one time to get there and right. one time to get back. Right. But when you've got to do it on and off, on and off, on and off throughout days, it kind of gets, you know, and you, you've got to constantly be making sure all your shit's in order, you know? So, yeah, I mean, in 10 days, if you traveled to three places, that would mean six times you had to do that in 10 days. Yeah. And I was having boxes follow uh, me and sent ahead of me and uh, schematics. <laughs> schematics. <laughs> and you know what? You know what? Um, yeah, I'm not gonna, you know. What? Come on, man. Come on. That looked uh, good. Was well, you know? I was gonna say that fucking. <laughs> I fucking have a maxed out credit card, and <laughs> so I'm using my fucking debit, but I'm, I'm waiting for my check to come in, and yeah, I'm fucking, yeah. you know. Juggling. And we're not talking about juggling a couple hundred bucks. We're talking about fucking, you know. It's like, oh, it's thirteen hundred. Now we're in eighteen hundred. You know, it's like. <sighs> You're Ubering, you're, you're this, that, business, and I'm like, fucking, but, you know, Cookies is good about that. They got me all taken care of, but it was a little bit, a little bit more stressful in the beginning than I needed to be. Right. Now, you know what, man? That's true. That's true. Especially now. It seems like the economy, the way it is now, it's a little bit tighter around the corners than it used to be. It is. And, and, and let me say this, though. Well, I, I will say this, and that's that. I think it was two two trips back, two business trips back. First time in my life I ever got the Lyft uh, app. I've never used an app. I've right. always got a taxi. Just fuck it, right? <laughs> <clears throat> so I was real late. So I get it, and I start. I took my first trip and get off. And then I'm the type of guy that whenever I've traveled, I usually have to get the rental car too. Right. So it's like an extra step. That's in a getting nightmare. Back That's oh, a nightmare. Oh, bro, let me tell you something. I'd done that six times and all over the place. Uh, and that shit is, and, and that shit's fucking tough. You gotta remember, man, I have one shoulder that's fucked up, so I'm trying to fucking get around the airport. It's a pain in the ass. But anyways, <laughs> I used fucking Lyft, bro, everywhere I went. So I... Easy peasy. Yeah, man. I make sure that where wherever the airport is, wherever I'm going, is all within decent radius, and then I just fucking use that thing. So that helps out a lot, bro. That's the kind of thing that gets you thinking crazy thoughts. Like, what the fuck do I need a car for? I might, I might just get rid of a car. I could just fucking do lift everywhere, and you almost you do need it. Still, it's too much of a headache if you had to drive from here to Orange County. But right, right. But right. but but lift and all that shit. I mean, if you're within five miles or wherever, it's like why the fuck? I don't even have to park. Fuck it. Exactly. Yeah, it's good. So, <laughs> utilizing that, um, uh, you know, and just uh, you know, traveling. But that rental car shit, bro. Bullshit. I was doing a bunch of business traveling <sighs> ten, like eight, nine years ago. It like was, it was a little different, still, dude. The the fucking even. I'll tell you something because when you do a trip, it doesn't matter what time you come in on that trip. If after you land and get all your bullshit together, you got to now walk to a company called Hertz. That's Damn. over in some other part. You might even oh, have yeah. to take a shuttle. Oh, you, you always have to take a shuttle. What are you Fucking talking about? shuttles, dude. Wait a minute. There ain't no airport where you walk to the car. There, there, there is. There is in smaller places, oh, right? Okay, I promise. Yeah, but, yeah, dude, I'm telling yeah. you. I've, but you're right. 
Ninety percent of the time, you got to get on a when fucking shuttle. When you're driving shuttle. business, the metropolitan business, Fuck. yeah, that's yeah. There ain't no. You got to. That's the white man's way. That's why I it's fucked up. I remember fucking when I was fucking building brands and Ugh. coming out of relapses, and and my money, my cheddar wasn't <laughs> right, dude. I'd be flying over here. I'd be landing there, but I'd be like, I fucking need a fucking credit card authorization. I can't get into the uh, fucking hotel. They won't let me. No, the rental car. I have my license. Now they want insurance. They want uh, that, that, that. Oh, bro. I'd be Oh, it'd be it'd be a motherfucking nightmare sometimes, oh, dude. Oh, bro. Listen, let me tell you something, man. <clears throat> All this bullshit. Dude, it's very, it's a lot different though traveling now. Listen, I, when I went to Louisiana with my wife and a kid. Yeah. Right. Fucking fly into fucking whatever they call that bullshit, Shreveport or some bullshit in Louisiana. Sweaty as Sri Lanka. All, yeah, sweaty as all get. Everything smelled like gumbo when I walked off the motherfucker. Yeah, Eyes yeah. are burning. I fucking get there, right? And we get there at like eight o'clock at night, but it's like midnight from where we're from. I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah. My wife's thinking COVID's flying at us and the kid from every direction. I'm stressing out. I'm like, ah. And then we got a rental car, right? Got to get on a fucking. I mean, it had to be like, I mean, it was like a fucking shuttle, but the, but it's never clear when you land where the fuck the shuttle for the rental car is, right? You're no. walking around, it's a Greyhound over it here, it's a people. fucking taxi. Yeah. Ground transportation, taxis. And there's all car these- Car shuttle services, cars. <laughs> public exit. And then you see these motherfuckers and they're dressed like in some kind of like fake military guard with a hat and you're like hey man can you so finally get on this bus and it's one of those buses with the accordion shit in the middle yeah, and yeah, I don't know yeah. why but it already pisses me off yeah. I look at that I go that's fucked up I sit down there's this big brother sitting next now is all of us sitting on this fucking thing trying to find our fucking man you know when that fucking bullshit bi-level thing where you're supposed to put your luggage yeah and I'm supposed to be a fucking gentleman my wife's not lifting anything and my back's all that fucking, I got a baby's like Wee! She's crying. I'm sitting there and we sit down on this thing and the seats look like somebody, it's like oily. You know what I mean? Like it's just so many asses yeah. have sat on that thing. It's shiny. Then the big brother next to me and this dude looked like he probably played like as a center for like the fucking Louisiana. He's huge. I mean, big and his hands are huge and he's got this tiny little phone right next to me and he's playing uh, uh, some kind of Pokemon game yeah, on his goddamn. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hey, that's true stuff. Going through all that. Now, not only did I have to get the cart, right, or the car or whatever, walk through all this bullshit, but we ordered a baby seat because we had a baby. And they didn't have the right baby seat, and they had to call over. And, dude, do you know what it's like to try to install a generic baby seat that's probably going to kill your kid instead of save your kid in the back of a car in Louisiana at midnight? With your wife's dagger eyes staring in. Mm. <laughs> Man, I got to tell you, bro. Rental cars is a pain in the motherfucking ass. Fucking pain in the fucking ass. And the Uber shit is is great, bro. The Lyft shit, Uber shit. So right. Very happy about that. Got back. And now I'm back. And uh, yeah, man. Are you really thinking like maybe you might retire out in Utah? No, man? I just I liked it. I think I liked it. I got to check it out a few more times. What do you think? I, the you know, I'd have to I'd have to live to be old to retire in Utah, G. Yeah, but I think it's got to be way cheaper than L.A., bro. Yeah, but it wouldn't. It wasn't necessarily. I wasn't thinking of any of that. It was. I don't know. It's kind of a new, popping, little area that I was in, and it just kind of seemed. I don't know. 
Gentrification. That's white people gentrification, bro. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. Utah, like that, Salt Lake City, that's Mormon gentrification. Probably poor Mormons living there were like, oh, it wasn't like this. They, oh, no. I was hearing <laughs> from people that grew up there what it used to be like. Yeah. There was a lot of people that are back and forth from Southern California, Utah. I met a couple guys that have businesses in both ends and yeah. back and forth. And there's just a lot of opportunity out there, too. Um, but anyway, so. Yeah. Anyways, it was cool. And yeah, man. Get back. yourself a horse, man. Get yourself a horse oh, and a ranch yeah. out in no, Utah. Um, Some fucking cowboy boots. Second home. Maybe take a fucking snowboarding. Hey, but. would you ever wear cowboy boots? Hell yeah. Go down to San Antonio. Huh. If I go down to San Antonio, I will. Yeah, you know? well, shit went sideways when you weren't here, bro. Oh. Oh, I saw that. Shit went sideways, man. I appreciate everybody's effort showing up, doing all that while I was gone. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, shit did go sideways. I'm sorry to report to you. <laughs> I watched it. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. <laughs> the whole shit goes south. Yeah, bro. But, you know, the effort... Effort. Everybody showed up. Hey, bro. Fuck it up, and I'm glad. My my fucking brain. I mean, my brain felt like a couple of flapjacks on the griddle, bro. I wouldn't even blame it all on you. I mean, you had a crazy ass guest on here that lost their mind. Made it weird enough. <laughs> you, <laughs> I couldn't even imagine being in person and tripping, man. dude. Not done drugs in 24 years, and then you got that person in front of you, and, and it you're was high. edibles. And I was like the highest I've ever been. I, it's King Salmon used to be a real serious pothead. The guy he used to smoke weed with had a got a throat tumor from smoking weed. It exploded in his throat and died before he got so. That's a true story. Yep, serious, real. Smoke. I've been around fifty five years. How come I never heard nobody have a fucking tumor from smoking weed and well, that maybe it was exploded also and they died. <laughs> That's <laughs> crazy. Like guys probably was talking and they're like scanners. <laughs> just, all of a sudden like there's a mouse under his neck. No, no, listen, listen. <laughs> Shaking his head around. Bah! Well, let me just put it to you this way. The guy's name was late 80s because he had a late 80s haircut for his entire life. And he he was a weed dealer. What was like one of those level cuts. Yeah, 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 yeah with right, a slight on. mullish, like a mullet, the kind yeah. of thing. And in any event, right? And he was like, <clears throat> flock of seagulling out. Totally. Okay. Right with a fucking RX seven or something. Oh, you know, what one of those name? guys. Late eighties. Do you remember his real name though? Sean Baker. God, God damn. Yeah. I knew a couple guys like that. Okay. Right, right. One of those. Where, is this thing filming my crotch or me? <laughs> He, it's filming hey, what King I mean, Salmon wants to see. Is it fucking filming me? Hey, because it looks like hey, it's filming Salmon, my if, fucking hand. If you squeeze that, yeah. you can see your okay. head, and your face, and right. yeah, hey. shimmering, <laughs> shimmering. Yeah, he's going to see your reflection. <laughs> can you see your reflection? In the hell, but so yeah, this anyway. He smoked. He was a chain smoker, tobacco, and chain smoker uh, weed. I don't know if the weed actually caused it. All I know is he's the only guy I ever heard got a tumor in his throat, and it exploded, and he died by himself, and there was a hole in his neck, and people found him, and he was dead. Well, right? King Salmon, is that right? right? I'm good. Thank you. CBD massage oil. 
What are you doing, Mike? Um, <laughs> Wait, why? He's fucking <laughs> he's sticky finger Joe. <laughs> he's cutting sticky the holes. McGee cutting the here, holes out here. of his Wandering pockets. Wandering around in the offices going. <laughs> I bet his car's it's got fucking shit. like six cases of fucking. <laughs> pockets got are bulging. $1,800 worth of inventory in his car. Is going to open up a CBD stand on fucking Los Angeles he's Street he's fucking on shit Monday. On Etsy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, all these tags are going to lead back. They're going to be like, hey, dude, our product's all over the place. <laughs> he's just walking around like, so you got a big Mike's body shop. Big Mike's Emporium. Big shop. Yeah, it's called Big Mike's Emporium. That guy looks like Big Mike. Right. He wouldn't be any chance to be like, Selling our shit, what do you? Yeah, Dixon comes in, is like, "Hey guys, uh, yeah, we're missing a lot of shampoo." With and we want you to take a look at this security cam footage <laughs> you got. Does that guy look familiar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, oh, bro, it was hard because I'd never. The highest I'd ever been was with King Salmon and that guy that died, and this was ten times higher than that. I let me tell you something, man. <clears throat> I've been fucked up on fucking edibles bro and it was not i've never been so high on weed that it was uncomfortable like smoking i'm saying yeah i've never and i've done all okay but eating uh. i've definitely overdone it and it was fucked it was not cool dude i did not want to be high and and uh the, whatever i was feeling had to have been what whatever I was feeling when I fucking ate like fucking a hundred two four hundred milligrams or something when I had that experience and I was not into it, that had to have been somewhat proportionate to you being so clean and eating what you ate the effect on you, which is fucked that bro well, <clears throat> dude, there was at least twice during those three shows. That I almost thought, you know, I should just have a fucking seizure right now and call it quits. How do you have a seizure? I don't know. I just thought, like, I'm losing my mind. Like, while while Ruby Wu Tang or whatever her name is, I right? I have a seizure. No, he's like, it's like, she was like, I died six times. And I'm like, did she just say, like, I'm trying to have a normal conversation, but inside I'm like, did she just say? And then I would get this... What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today level of just highness i can't even explain it and then i'm like i can't medically go on i'm gonna i have to i should just fall apart right here like that's the kind of thinking i was having i was like and then i was like were you thinking at all ever of like them calling an ambulance are you going to almost the i almost wow. thought i yeah uh, i almost I, the only reason why i didn't because i didn't want to get clowned i'd rather die than get, get clowned clown. on the show right in front of big pig mike after all the shit i've talked and then I called an yeah, ambulance. Fucking straight panic oh, button. Oh, right. right. Get, take you me. You would never live that down. No, are you kidding me? I would have got fifty-one fifty with Schmitty off of them strawberry meth that he was doing. You know when they if they come down here <laughs> because you call them on some shit like that, you know you're going right. There is no like, oh, I'm sorry, don't take my <laughs> like. That's the rule. When you go call on some shit like that, 
Right. When the, as soon as the first cop shows up, they ain't leaving the premises unless somebody's going into custody. Right. So you know? I was like, <clears throat> I was like, I got to hold it together. And then also during that moment, there was like two panic moments that I kept to myself. Quiet panic moments where I was like, I was like, fuck it, dude. Uh, if I give up right now, if I lose control right now, <laughs> I'm serious. Like, These I are crazy ass conversations. That's how high I was. Wow. That's how high I was. I've been in a lot oh, of situations. PCP over here. Do you guys put PCP in that? <laughs> Go ahead. I'm just saying. And I was like, I, 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 and then I was thinking like, well, I could just call it. I could just say, guys, I'm so fucking obliterated right now. I got scrambled egg brains. Uh, we're just gonna have to run a rerun. Fuck it. It's not the end of the world. We got good shows. I didn't seem that out of it to me. This show, and I watched the show today. Yeah. And I was like, he seemed more fucking out of it in the first one with the guy. Well, that was when it was first coming on, but maybe I'd I'd finally agreed to the highness, right? I just said- Stop fighting. Exactly. No brain bubbles, bro. So I, I know this sounds crazy. This is real true. So I'm like, fuck, man. I'm like, all right, bro. If you're going to go fucking nuts, do it on the show. Let's go. What's the worst that could happen? You're not going to die. I had that conversation that you're not going to die mm-hmm. <laughs> with myself in that dark hallway that's scary over there, away from everyone else. I walked down there and I just said, dude, you're not going to die. You're just freaking yourself out. So fucking man up, go down there and do the next show. And yeah. I did. But then shit started getting really funny. Everything was funny to me. Everything that this crazy lady was saying was funny as fuck yeah. to me. Soon as she told me that her Down syndrome uncle was spinning her in a chair really fast, that she died. Mm, yeah. And I'm high as fuck when she's telling me that. Yeah. Who fucking this guy brought her in? Yeah, big Where you big, meet that bitch? Oh, excuse me. Where you meet that lady? Yeah, was she? Was she? <laughs> she is cool. She's just a little crazy. She she's a little, like a bad person. She's she's a little offbeat. Right, right. I didn't mean to say that. I was he met her at the offbeat. She's in. in Mike. Hey, hey, Mike. Hey. Big big Mike. Seriously, now yeah. that it's just us guys. Yeah. Are you trying to hit that? Did Don't you, lie. No, no, no. The question isn't are you trying to hit that. The question is how many times did you hit that? Yeah, yeah, yeah come on. No, Mike's fighting his way in between. Mike accidentally falling between some, into some pussy, dog. Oh, That's how Mike is. Yeah. He almost didn't yeah, get he out. Does. He almost yeah, didn't get dog, out. Yeah. Dude. How, but how long is he, is he still hitting it is what you should be asking him. Well, seriously, he's still dude, smashing seriously. that? Because listen, <laughs> he, he said yeah. yes. He did just say yes, right? You only smash then? You're not smashing anymore? Oh, oh, sorry, player. Okay, I did. You were smashing oh, her. Super now he's fly. smashing. Oh. So, just for the record, he was smashing her. Now he's, got, now he's, he's moved smashing on. somebody else. Okay, hey, got he's it. a player, bitch. I thought you knew. I'm not a player. I just smash a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, dude. So, yeah, he can't. But because Big Big Mike rescued her from dance hall thugs. She was getting pestered because she was dancing uh, freely as a free spirit, cleared out the dance hall. <laughs> no. Wow. Jeez. So, so then they first told me the story, it was like, Big Big Mike's like, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, some guys were hassling her, man. I had to step to him and tell yeah. him. 
punk check him out. Him. Check him. He doesn't like that stuff. I used to work the front of the door, man, a lot of different places, man. I don't go for that shit. I mean, the fucking being rude to chicks and stuff, that ain't right. Right? Big Big Mike? Am I wrong? But then and then and then it's like, God, who would be hassling this lady? But then it turned out that because of her style of dance, she had cleared out the dance floor because she dances from wall to wall. Let me ask you this, uh, on to another subject there, since we're done talking about dancing wall to wall with this crazy lady. <laughs> How about the fucking hell that was fucking coming down? Was did you get hell down here? No, I didn't. Fucking hailing like a motherfucker yesterday. Yeah. All over the place. What's up mm. with this cold weather? Global warming. 44 degrees last night. Global warning. Uh, they have in uh, San Bernardino the first ever blizzard warning in the history. Ever. Of San Bernardino. Of San Bernardino. So however long that's been around, a couple hundred years. I don't know, bro, but obviously the environment's, the climate's all fucked up. Yeah, there's all sorts of weird stuff going on these days in the climate. But uh, I got back and I thought I was cold out there on the road and it just was cold over here. And uh, let's see, what else we got? How long we got there? Uh, so I'm fucking, uh, you know, uh, you know, I've been, you know, I started fucking around with iron weights shit early in my 20s started getting into it and got serious i didn't you know you know through uh, institutions through um cell living like we'd find all these different crazy ways to lift even after they took the weights away water bags doing crazy acrobatics and burpees and incline but like all this crazy shit i have a history of some 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 stuff like that i also have a history of abusing some uh you know a little bit of anabolic uh you know um performance enhancing uh ped yeah you know i did you know uh in my in my uh early 40s into my mid forties, right? Maybe mm-hmm. a little. And so there was some abuse there, and you know, I've had some injuries. So about two years ago, my shoulder, my right shoulder, really starts hurting me. Now I had issues with my left shoulder, torn pec, all that shit. Fifteen, eighteen years ago, my right shoulder started giving me problems about a year and a half ago. I brushed it off. I knew something was wrong. And the longer I went, the less and less I was able to do certain exercises in the gym. Push-ups became hard, and it just got to the point where I was, I, I just could not use the shoulder. Go in finally for an MRI, and this is after doctors were telling me, oh, you know, you, it sounds like you have a torn labrum, you probably got a torn uh, rotator. Yeah, you know, they're going to go in, they clean up the rotator, I've had this. So I'm all down this path, finally going to get the MRI, and then go see the doctor, and this is now almost two years later. That doctor comes in and he's like one of the top surgeons, sports seaters, and he's in Santa Monica. And we sit down and he pulls out everything. Real nice doctor. Guy fucking shows me, goes, there's nothing left inside. There is no rotator cuff. There is no labrum. There's no, there's no cartilage at all. That's, and he shows me on there, it's bone to bone. Mm. He goes, this is permanent arthritis. I didn't know what arthritis really mm. was. You hear about arthritis, but I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. 
Bono, he goes, that's why you're having so much pain. I go, so what's the deal? And I'm thinking there's kind of some kind of surgery to repair cadaver or what the fuck? Yeah, just nothing. <laughs> cadaver. He's like, no, we need, there's nothing to repair anywhere. We're gonna we're gonna cut that shoulder out of there and we're gonna put a titanium one in there. Oh, dude, bionic right? man. So bionic man. So here we go. So he tells me. So this was like a couple months back. Got a couple different opinions. Same Even thing. When he got an opinion about going down to Brazil and having stem cell. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, one of the doctors that does PRP and that type of work is like, dude, to have stem cell work, you need to have something in the joints for them to be injecting the stem cells in right. to regenerate or grow. He goes, there's nothing there. Bone dry. There's, there's nothing there to do. Okay. All right. So going in on Tuesday for full shoulder replacement surgery, um, and I'm, you know, listen, there's a lot of me that's frustrated, dude, like. There's guys my age, older, working out, throwing up iron, getting all fucking. And right now I can't do any of that shit. It's fucking frustrating as fuck, dude. I worked hard for a long time to have strength and size. And and, and I've lost a ton of it over two months. And I just, uh, this is going to be a long recovery. There's no way around it. Everybody I've talked to, every doctor, everybody's had to fucking, Hmm. I'm out for six months, you know, before I really start getting back in there. So... Um, kind of just had to accept that. Um, the hardware's not set up to go heavy. The hardware, if you want it to last, you gotta do mo- very moderate weight. Some exercises I won't be doing anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, it's gonna be, uh, me focusing on building other parts of my body, leaning out, uh, you know, lighter weights, more reps, more cardio, and, and just kind of start changing, uh, you know, the, the, my body, you know, uh, to work for me in my fifties and sixties, hopefully my seventies, but, uh, the being, you know, you know, big dude, like I like to be and, and lifting heavy, that shit's, uh, pr- probably not going to be what, what it looks like in the future. It's going to look different. So, so how do you, how does that, I mean, how does that make you feel in terms of, of the change in mindset and the change in identity you're going to go through. Uh, I, it's, I like, you know, they, uh, I guess my name, they call him big Lux for a reason, but I like being, feeling big. I like, I like being strong at the drop of a dime for anything. I like being able, strong. Um, and I, I've kind of been feeling like I'm handicapped anyways, but yeah, like the whole thing of like becoming, more cut up and lean and more fl- like it's cool and i know that's where i need to be but I, I i like fucking you know i like being having size on me man i just like being you know big and fit you know i like i'm used to that i'm not used to being super lean guy you know and focusing on course and, and probably the stuff that i need you know like it all makes sense on paper but i just wish i didn't have this type of an injury so that I could still lift heavy and go heavy. Because I like what that does to my body. I like the results I get from lifting heavy, heavy shit. But, you know, we're going to figure it out a different way now. So I think it's, uh, I think that time was coming. And what it takes to maintain being really big as I get older seems to be more and more unrealistic. Health-wise, uh, for a number of reasons. So, uh, yeah. I mean... <clears throat> I mean, I can kind of understand because, I mean, what's weird is I like to be big too, but I'm already a small dude. 
And so I want to be big because I'm small. You're like tall and you're already big. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, like the thickness and all that kind of stuff, right? And uh, having that grappler body kind of where it's like heavy up top and the chest and all that, right? But <clears throat> but also I'm kind of like, well, you're still big. I mean, I know it doesn't feel that way for you. Everybody views themselves differently than how everyone else sees them from the outside. Mm. But like, I, I guess... Part of me is kind of like, even if you were somewhat lean, let's say, mm. and it's not what you're used to, you're still the the height that you are, and you still have the dimensions that yeah, you have. Yeah, just not the girth. I mean, yeah, I mean, I can see that. I'm not saying that there isn't something lost or sacrificed in that. I'm just saying, like, from my perspective, I'm like, eh. Dude. It's, you just can't be that. But the reality is, like, is, like, as good as, like, you see the some of these guys and like I mean let's keep it real some of that shit's full on fake but even some of these guys you see in their late fifties even in early sixties that are fucking yeah like that's not realistic bro like at some point in time it, that you got to change it or you're gonna go down like that I, I think a like. lot of a lot of bodybuilders do go, do go down. down like that no. A lot of, and even, we don't even talk about bodybuilders. We talk about regular motherfuckers that just get on that program and don't want to give it up. You know, man, it's, it's something I've been thinking a lot about too. And that is image versus reality. Like that's what you're talking about. You know, like you said, you look at some of these guys, people right from, uh, from the pictures and the photos. And to a certain extent, they really have that or whatever, but there's a lot that goes into putting that all together for that moment. But is it sustainable? Like, is that how they are on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Right. And it's not. It's not, bro. And so I think also about like, so what's the difference between image strong, image big versus reality strong? I think about performance enhancing drugs a lot, actually. Right. Because yeah. I'm like, I don't even eat meat. And I'm like, okay, well. Every once in a while, I'm like, dude, I wonder if I ate like a steak, like would somehow I get even bigger? And I'm like, I don't know. And then <clears throat> other times I, I I think like maybe I should, well, what if I got on steroids or whatever? But <clears throat> I'm already the size that I am. Like just being the type of body type that I'm in, like the steroids might give me more girth or whatever. I ain't going to get any taller. What's the point? I think about that myself. I'm like, what's the point of getting even crazier, bigger, other than just doing it naturally? You're just going to look like a little Sammy the Bull. Right. I, I mean, you know, I ain't going to fucking do that. I'm not going to try to do You're that. You're not going to look like a rat. Huh? <laughs> no. So, <laughs> not even going to be a rat. How about that? Yeah. I mean, mm. I don't get me wrong, man. I get it. And I got everything I'm going to get from it who knows what you know there's other things that come along with it but also i mean like i've had talks with a lot of guys that are on that program and they're like listen man yeah i'm i might have carved 10 years off my life by the choices that i've made right this is what this is like what the other conversation goes but i'll take the 10 year loss if i can live the whatever 65 or whatever it's 70 opposed to 80 they're cool with that living um the way 
they wanted to, which is, you know, active a lot longer than the people around them and doing the other shit. So there's people that know the risk of this thing, dude. And, I don't know that that's true, man. I mean, I know people say that, and maybe there are some people that quote unquote know the. Ri- I don't. Th- first of all, I don't think anybody doesn't know the risks, mm-hmm. right? I mean, as soon as you're injecting shit into your, in your ass, that's like you, you already know there's a price a, somewhere, somewhere, yeah. right? I think it's kind of naive for people to think, well, the price I'm going to pay is in that last mm-hmm. ten years. Right. <laughs> right. The the price I'm going to pay is in the last ten years when I when I would have been eighty two anyway. I don't know that I, I, I don't know. I think about that a lot. And I, I think about, I think about that a lot because, you know, when my dad died, my dad was one of these guys that was like, I'm going to eat and drink and do whatever. And if it gets too bad, I'll just crawl up into the woods and blow my brains out. Tough guy. <clears throat> but when he was actually in the hospital, who <laughs> were, did you, did he say that? I'll yeah. crawl up into the woods and blow my brains He's out. He's told me that many times growing up. Really? He was serious. I mean, I don't know. The guy was a fucking, to me now, at the time, I was like, man, this is a real cold motherfucker, right? But now I realize he was just a kid. Big fat fucking kid. Good guy. Smart. A lot of potential. But just because somebody can kick your ass doesn't mean they ain't a kid. Right. Right? Big Lepke probably pound me right into the fucking ground. Guy's still kind of a kid in certain ways. Not always. By the way, big shout out to Big Lep. We love you. Come in, check in, do whatever. But <clears throat> when my dad said all that shit, mm-hmm. when he was on his in the hospital, he died in the hospital. He was in the hospital for 60 days. Mm. When they cut his stomach open and I was there and it was and it was like whatever, he looked at me and he goes, I know I'm not the healthiest, but isn't there just some kind of way? And I was like, man, that's real. That's real. That's real to me. That was a real. It's easy to talk big shit when you're outside and you're do, walking around. That's easy. Anybody could talk big shit then. But when you're on your deathbed and you're actually facing mortality and it's real, you really going to be so cavalier about how much time you got left? Are you really? I, I, maybe some people, but yeah. I don't think I don't think the vast majority. Because it's the same thing at, like in a fight or war and gun battles, right? In a gun, you could say whatever you want about what you're going to do when someone shoots a gun at you when no one's shooting a gun at you. And maybe the guy that seems the weakest to you might, in the actual heat of the moment, be the most fearless. Or, right, maybe the toughest guy might turn out to do all the wrong shit. True. So when a guy's telling me or a gal's telling me, like, ah, you know, I'm going to trade my 10 years of the only life I know for... What I think is going to happen, I, I'm like, I'm always a little bit like, that's not, that's not a real evaluative situation. That's, I don't think they really, because no one can predict the future. So how do you know? No, nobody can predict the future. Um, you know, I've certainly seen, uh, I've certainly seen people on the other end of it having to fucking have a fucking heart replacement and. And dialysis and go on kidney and and that type of shit and <clears throat> the fuckers were almost dying. I've seen guys been like you know, fucking paying the price for not fucking you know. So don't do this. I just see I fucking couldn't get Lyle off. Lyle Alzado. I mean, so I, I don't know that sometimes either it's also cavalier. I think sometimes there's a medium where 
Motherfuckers are just, you know, they know what time it is. I, I think it's to say it's going to be the last portion of my life. I don't know if that makes any sense because anything could happen anytime. But yeah, man, I mean, it's hard for people to change their minds, man. It's hard. Like, you know, I mean, we, us in this room know better than anybody else that you probably won't change your mind unless your shit's against the wall for real. But if you still think you got a route, little route, you might, you probably won't. I've had tons of friends that I've known that's like, writing was on the wall like 30 years ago. Right. <laughs> and say, I know motherfuckers <laughs> laugh. They're like, I made the deal with the devil. I'm getting my <laughs> friend. Motherfucker's 60. <laughs> banging out fucking Playboy centerfolds and shit. Yeah. On a good one. Yeah. He's like, this is, I'm doing it. You right. don't see no dudes like me. Right. Like, they're all mad at me because they're stuck with their wives. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. Right. He's talking to fuck. And I'm like, I can't argue with that motherfucker at, you know? Like, hey. Back no, to like, everyone, back to like each his own. Like, that's right. how, Everyone you know, has their right. Absolutely agree with that. I don't know how that turns out in the end. Exactly. Hopefully it is just a, I went to tie my shoe and fucking fell out and it's a wrap. Right, you know? I had but, a tumor in my throat and it right, exploded. Right, and just right, <laughs> right, right. You know, you're hoping your kids ain't fucking having to fucking babysit your ass for the next fucking 10 years to change your diapers and shit. You know? That shit happens, dude. It does. That shit happens. You know, it does. It fucking, uh, they never, you know, I know something, man. Mm. I saw somebody do a fucking a thing with his buddy and his buddy's paraplegic, right? Yeah. And his friend's like shaving him or something. And then he looks at the camera. He's like, you know what, man? They're always talking about the homies blasted or got blasted. Well, what happens if you don't die? And then he points to his friend. See, so now I got to be a homeboy to my homeboy. Well, that's when you find See, out who got, your you know, homeboys like, are. And it was like, they, they don't ever talk about that. They want to either show you, uh, you know, getting locked up or dying. Right? Yeah. The lock. But how about everything in the middle? There's a lot in the middle. Of, a lot Fuck, in the middle, bro. bro. I have fucking. We've had people on the show. I have friends, right? That are were left in the middle, right? Hard to kill is in the middle, right? Dude, there's people, yeah, in the middle, middle. where they might have wished they were on one of the ends, exactly. So, uh, but that ain't in the brochure. No, we don't talking about that, man. And I and it's don't you find that weird? That that's not being talked about. It's one or the other. There's more in the middle. Yeah. Than in these two. But why is it that nobody does that? Because, bro, I'm gonna tell you, man. That oh, man. takes the fucking glory out of it. Yeah. It's the same thing as the military. They don't tell you about all the middle right, shit in the military. Bro, no, they don't. Right? They don't. Camp Lejeune. Your whole family's there. They train you up as a Marine. Government doesn't tell you that the groundwater's full of right, fucking poison. Right, 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 Your right. kids got cancer. Yeah, everybody's dying. Every you, everybody's got third leg fucking growing out of their forehead. Your your hey, your hey, your son didn't sign up for the military and he's injured. Right. So, I mean, there's just a lot of fucking middle stuff, Because man. if you don't have the glory, how do you get people to commit their time and energy right, to bullshit? Right, right, right. And then it's almost to the point where you're like, dude, the higher the level you get, there's no loyalty uh, a lot of times with the people up at the top. You don't see, I, you know what? I see more TV shows on these guys that were Green Braves that went to go kill fucking uh, Bin Laden. Yeah. Than I do on... 
on these veterans that have all their arms and legs missing. Right. You know, they got all these prosthetics and they've got a bike. They're running marathons, right? Yeah. You don't you see those guys very little. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dude, it's all like that. Those all fucking lame ass twins that are flipping houses that everybody watches on this TMZ right, or AMC, right? Right, right. You see that, right? And everybody thinks they're going to do that. Meanwhile, it's all backed by the mortgage industry that forecloses on all these houses that regular mumbo jumbos, they're never flipping shit and they ain't and, making shit. And they want to make it like they're real brave fucking people that I've had to go like, all right, come on, man. It's a bunch of bullshit. But anyways. No, no, no. It's important. This no, thing. No, 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 no. The reason why I say it's important, dude, is because the, that middle that you were talking about exists yes. for all. And all things. All things. Come on, man. It's, all things. It's Listen, you touched on something that's real serious, actually. All things. Everything. Everything. All life. life all business. It, that's what people don't want to face. Not for, <sighs> yeah. The development don't, of... The, don't, don't get in the tissue box. Don't start crying now, partner. I'm not going to cry. Now. I, I'm, <laughs> no, what I'm going to oh. tell you is, is that... You don't even get to the art that we have. Fucking, there's so much middle that's missed. I'll get to the middle. All these people that live these important, particularized lives that are ignored. Ignored by everyone because it doesn't fit the legends that everyone wants to believe that was built by marketers. Yeah. Serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree 100%. I agree 100%, bro. That's it, man. That's Fuck it, it, bro. Fuck it. <laughs> I quit. I'm out of here. Listen, I'm selling everything and I'm fucking moving to the other side I'm of the I'm moving to Utah. Yeah, dude. Arches. Look at hey, like we do about this about time. About this time. Oh, oh he yeah. doesn't have the I got outro. The, I, I'll get the I, I outro got music. The, I got the. Hey, listen. Listen. I want to give a shout out. Please. Go ahead. You guys go first. Go ahead, uh, Skinny. Get your shit going, boy. Get a jerk that wire loose. Hey, Matty King over here for Dragon Bags. Get your Dragon Bags at dragonbags.com. And um, uh, check out my Instagram at Beyond Dragon. And check out my Instagram at mypoppinpatches.poppinpatches. Instagram. And then what else? Big Big Mike? I just Mike Angelo Photography. Shout out to my family, Supermax. Harlock Show, Mr. and Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds. Yeah! And Avondo Bowen LLP. We wear braids to court. Let the Tomahawks fly. The best legal representation that money can buy. And also, let me tell you, there's a new branch of my... Uh, uh, there's a new branch of my firm starting up that's okay. called Warrior Law. Especially... Got a, we got a Mayan temple with a buffalo in front of it as the icon and it specializes in personal injury coming soon the meanest toughest brainiest lawyers to represent anybody's been in an accident and uh skinny i'm playing uh my fucking outro music and i'm not hearing anything over there and uh i want to give it up for can we get the camera on me yeah, can you do something? Yeah, can you partner. do something? What's up? Okay. Bolt CBD. Yeah. It's one of our big sponsors right here. 
Bolt CBD, get yourself some Bolt CBD. Great stuff. Alien CBD as well. Shout out to Alien. Shout out to Vibes Rolling Papers. Vibes, you guys. Part of the Cookies family. Shout out, you guys. And big shout out to Stellan Oreo, Soul Assassins, and Enzo's Pizzeria. Okay, so. Bolt CBD. These are big sponsor of ours. Check out some Bolt stuff. Go into your fucking CBD stores and get some. Also, number one sponsor, Vibe. Vibe's rolling papers. Alright? Sell some Vibe. Shout out to the Cookies Burner team. Soul Assassin. Just step on Oreo. And uh, <laughs> www.supermaxharbor.com. Back this up. We're out of here. Yeah. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.